witches. <laughs> Basically. Hey there, witches. Happy Witchy Wednesday. My name is Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest. And oh my God, you guides. I mean, <laughs> you guys. We had a, a beautiful golden light intuitive mm-hmm. on the show today, Haley Cole. She, what that means is she can connect to her own guides and others' guides and yeah. give messages. And it was funny because because she's a pro witch, when she came in the studio, I asked her if she brought any divination with her. And then she was just like... I am the divination. <laughs> like, oh, right, right, right. Yes, <laughs> um, but she is amazing, and she did a reading for both of us, and it was very beautiful and spot on. And a reading for all of you listening yes. whenever you're listening to this. So stay tuned for that. We know there's something useful for you in there. Yeah. Um, and speaking of tuning in, if you wouldn't mind to tune into iTunes <laughs> and leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then head over to the gram and find us and follow us at basic witches. And there, there is a link where you can join our Patreon where we will send you personalized art and give you monthly card readings and Skype calls. And it's really fun getting to know all of you that are already in the basic witches coven. So come join us um, and just enjoy this episode with Haley Cole. Amazing. Can we do a deep inhale to start? Wow, that felt really good. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Haley Cole, what are your guides telling you for today? <laughs> um, they are telling me that actually a lot of people are a little stressed out mm. today and mm-hmm. this past week. Um, so, if anyone's listening and they're wondering why they've been feeling a lot of anxiety, particularly the last two days, three mm-hmm. days, I know we had a f- new moon on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot, it's a lot of letting go and releasing and making way for new stuff to come in. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what the messages that they're telling me is to kind of just let go of what's coming up. If you have healing to do, it's okay. But if you've been feeling a lot of anxiety and stress, it, that's a big reason why. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's like old patterning and old belief systems. And it's that that stuff just isn't working anymore. And it's a whole new level of souls and What's the word that they want me to use? They're saying up-leveling and new age. Like mm. We've been hearing that word forever, right? Mm-hmm. That's entering this kind of new earth that we're in. And it's a really beautiful time and it's a really beautiful space. And if you've been feeling that anxiety and feeling all that stress coming up for you, you're probably part of it. Mm. And so now they're really asking people to step up into their light and into the love that they've been feeling for the world and for themselves and to be leaders. When you say that we're entering a new age or a new world, are you talking about the age of Aquarian that we're in the process of entering, like yeah. astrologically? So, yes. Yeah, so that's a part of it. Um, there's also, I love astrology. There's so much other stuff that like mm. happens kind of behind the scenes. They've shown me like little bits of pieces of kind of what goes on and them running around and trying to get things together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely a part of it. And it's just to, there's other like even parts that we can't even fully see or that we're not even aware of that are at play. Mm. But the age of Aquarius is definitely a part of it. Mm. Um, and when you say they, meaning your guides. I mean, yeah. I mean, my yeah. guides. Sorry. I say that a lot. And even my friends are like, who are you talking about? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but for yeah. people listening who may not understand guides or yeah. do you call it guide work? 
I, I just call them my team. And when okay. I do like energy work or when I do readings on people, I just say a reading or. Okay. And how would you reading. describe like what that is? How do you, how did you find your guides? So for me, it was really young. I was super, mm. I was, I think around like eight years old when I really started becoming more aware of this stuff. Um, my parents, we grew up Catholic for a little while. And then when I was around eight, they decided to kind of switch gears a little bit. And mm. so we got introduced to a lot of different avenues because they were super curious. And so through that, I got introduced to a lot of different teachers, a lot of different people. And I got really lucky because I had teachers who were teaching me meditation and were teaching me how to trust my intuition and mm. like who the gods and the goddesses and ascended masters and archangels were at a super young age. What's a cinemaster? Yeah. Oh, did I say that wrong? Ascended master. Sorry. Oh, ascended <laughs> yeah. master. Oh, got it. Sorry. What's an ascended master? <laughs> yeah, an ascended master is uh, someone, it's like Jesus, Buddha, um, like Yogananda's one. It's to people who were on earth, they were human. Mm. And they reached a certain level of consciousness, what a lot of people call enlightenment, self-realization. Cool. And they just got to a place where they almost like master being human. And so now they're on the other side. Sometimes they reincarnate and come back. Cool. But a lot of them are guides for other people and they step in and they help. Awesome. Yeah. So who were the ones that first introduced you when you were nine? Is that what you said? Yeah. So physically here, um, the people who really introduced me, um, one man, his name is Georgia Yeah. Um, he's a Yama, I think is his technical term. It's kind of like a monk. He's a feng shui master and he just became close friends with my family. Um, and so I got to kind of learn a lot from him mm. because he started teaching us pretty young. He would just come and visit and like hang out. And then he started teaching workshops. Where, where was it that you grew up? California? No, I grew up in a really small town called Hebron, Connecticut. Wow. Um, yeah, it's about, we were just talking about this, about mm -hmm. 20 minutes away from Yukon. Okay. Um, so it wasn't exactly a place where a lot of the stuff was going on. So yeah. I was definitely like a weird kid growing up, mm. which is not, probably not surprising to people <laughs> yeah. who are listening to this. She but grew up to be a witch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it was definitely, it was an interesting upbringing because it was very, it was a small town. So mm -hmm. usually that means kind of small minded. And then all mm. this other stuff was going on kind of behind the scenes of my life. And so it was just really interesting, almost like just a position of having this stuff going on behind closed doors, but like not really, it wasn't like secretive. Mm -hmm. um, and then having almost like hide it when I was in public and in school and even around like other like friends and family members, like none of them really knew. So it was a very interesting way to live. And <laughs> how would you, yeah. uh, when you started, um, developing this relationship with your guides at a young age, how did you experience that? Was it like auditory? I, I hear a message from them or I see them or. So I, I saw them once in a while, but it wasn't really my guides. I ever saw it was usually lower energies that would come and visit me. Mm. And so I didn't really love that part like of dark, it. Darker yeah, energies? Like darker okay. stuff. And then I kind of like didn't want that anymore. But for me, it was like a very strong sense of knowing or mm -hmm. very strong feelings, or I'm pretty auditory, so I would just hear them. Mm -hmm. But like the first time I remember, I think I was like six years old, and it was interesting because we were getting out of church, and that day we had just learned that like priests weren't supposed to have relationships. Mm -hmm. And I was super confused because I remember staring at my priest and being like, 
this guy has relationships. I don't understand. And I was telling my mom, I was like, I don't get it. Like, he definitely does. And she was arguing. was like, no, he doesn't. I was like, it was the first time where I was like, okay, I just know things that Mm. I can't tell people. Mm. And come to find out years later, he was sleeping with, like, all of these married women. You could smell it. He ended up (laughs) leaving the priesthood, and then he ended up marrying one of them. Oh my God. So, Did your mom come back and do yes. that and be like, you were I was right? Like, mom, I told you. Wow. <laughs> what did she say? What did she, she, so my parents, I'm very lucky. They're very open. They weren't as much then because they were, didn't quite understand. Now mm-hmm. they are. Okay. And so they were like, yeah. <laughs> what was it about that you knew or was it just the voice telling you? It was just, I just remember looking at him and just being like so confused because mm-hmm. I, I just knew it's, it's a little bit different than auditory because auditory, it's more, I like, can hear like the mm-hmm. messages coming through. Um, but this was just like, I just, and when you just know something yeah, about like an someone, all-knowing. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was that. So cool. Yeah. So how do you tap in to your guides when when and how do you get these messages so i usually i'm pretty strict with boundaries now Mm. um because even though i had it from a pretty young age i've really dedicated so much of my life to this and so i'm becoming more and more sensitive and so Mm. it's become a little bit more of like a light switch where i can kind of turn it on and off we've heard that a lot yeah yeah because i want to be a human yeah And it's, it's a little bit harder to do that when Mm. you're so tapped in all the time. And I remember growing up, I would see people who were so out there and like, Mm. you could tell they didn't take that time to come back down and like Mm. have that normal, not like quote unquote normal relationship with people. A little more grounded. Yeah. Mm. And I never, I never wanted that. And so I make sure like when I do something that's like kind of out there and woo woo, I like clean the house or like I'll go and like do nature walks or make sure I get outside so that I'm Mm -hmm. constantly maintaining that balance. Mm. But usually what I'll do before a session or something like that is I just, I call the person's guides forward Mm. and I usually sit in a meditation for a couple of minutes. Um, I super protect myself so that I don't take on anyone else's stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, If anyone starts this work, protecting your energy is super, super important. Um, shielding yourself in a white light, mm. asking Archangel Michael to step forward and, and be with you is very important. Um, but that's kind of, it's very like on and off. Mm-hmm. Which is, so what are these sessions that you do so it's for just, clients? Yeah. Okay. So it's a reading or something like that. Um, or even like things like this. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. ask people's guides if I'm doing an interview oh. to come forward. Um, I am curious because yeah, yeah, I don't have like a guide per se that I am aware of. I'm, I refer to sometimes my higher power as my grandfather because when mm-hmm. I was in rehab, like he was dying and I just associated it with that. Um, so I have like a higher power that I refer to, but I don't know what my guides are and I'm mm-hmm. curious. So he can be on your team. Mm. Um, anyone who, a lot of um, individuals who have had loved ones cross over, they tend to have them on their team still, um, which is really beautiful. He's definitely on my team. Yeah, like. he's yeah. definitely there helping you out. Um, and then it kind of, you always have one guy that's been assigned to you from the time that you were born until the time that you pass in this lifetime. And so they never leave your side, but then there's other ones that kind of step in and out. And I kind of like, I played sports growing up. So I'm just like, I kind of look at it as you have a team that has like a certain set of skills and they're in the game mm-hmm. and they're playing. Jesus is your goalie. Then <laughs> yeah, you got the exactly. Dalai Lama as a forward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, but then like maybe another set of skills is needed. And so one will sub out mm. and then another one will sub in. Mm. 
and I don't know if they like that analogy, but that's like kind of the best way to almost describe mm, it. Cool. And so you have, you can have different ones at the same, at different times in your life, depending on what you need, um, which can be like an interesting thing. Like I always check in, I'm like, who is on it <laughs> now? Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's always changing. So you can tap into see who's uh, other people's guides are. Yeah. Could we ask you to do that for yeah. both of us? Yeah, I can't. Cool. Yes. <laughs> You're, they're both very like water come <laughs> 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 Okay, Leah, I'm gonna do you. Okay. You first. Okay. They will tell me <laughs> who they are, but first they have messages. Mm. Um, so I'm feeling a lot in the heart area for you. Um, and they really. They're like, she does such a good job of like meditating and, and staying silent and like really trying to stay grounded. Mm. Um, but what they really actually want you to do is focus on expanding your heart a little bit so that you can really welcome these. There's a lot of new opportunities for you, especially this year. Mm. Um, it feels like you purged a lot in 2019 and you let go of a lot of stuff. There was a lot of healing involved. Mm -hmm. And in this coming year, particularly the next four months or so, you're really going to start to see a lot coming to you because of everything that you left in the past. And mm. so right now you have one foot, they're showing me like one foot going and then one that's like almost in the past and then you're trying to bring it forward. Oh my God. And so they really want you <clears throat> to focus on just letting that go because just it almost in, feels like... Just in therapy. Can I interrupt the guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just in therapy this week, we were talking about how sometimes I'm one foot in and one foot out of things. Oh my God. That's so crazy. Wow. And then you say <laughs> that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Um, but they also have a lot of, yeah, they're just saying there feels like almost like a chain. Um, so after words, I can actually go in and I'll cut that for you and I'll teach you how to cut chains mm. too, um, because they can really hold us back, but they want you to focus on really just cutting that and letting that go. Mm. Um, because you have so much waiting for you within this, it feels like four months, like they're showing me four months. Um, that's really, really incredible. And they really want you to focus on opening up that heart chakra mm. so that you can receive because you've given so much, like you've given a lot in like relationships and you've given a lot in everyday life and in this podcast and your work. And it feels like there's been a lot of shifts this year too, mm. within career and within your job. And so they really want you to focus on this beautiful new wave that's coming in. That feels like a better fit. Does mm. that make sense? Yes. And I okay. feel that. And we've had several witches tell us for basic witches, at least that like around April springtime yeah. is supposed yeah. to. So I've been expecting spring to already be like exciting. So yeah. I've been taking these four months as like I'm ready. I'm yeah. ramping up. <laughs> yeah. So that's like spot on. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. You're and welcome. Thank you to my guides. Wait, I will ask yeah. them who they are. Yes. <laughs> who are you? They just, they just, they sometimes don't even care about like telling. <laughs> They're just like, we just have stuff to say. Yeah. <clears throat> sorry. Excuse me. Um, I'll ask so, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Kwan Yin is on your team. Oh, I've actually yes. never talked to her through someone else's team, mm, so it's really interesting. Compassion. Um, Kwan Yin, she's trying to help you to have more compassion for yourself. You actually have a lot of compassion for other people, mm. but sometimes you struggle to find that compassion and nurturing yourself, which is actually a lot of part of the heart opening thing, mm. too, is bringing yourself back into self-love. And they're saying that you actually do some things with, like, self-care, and that's a really beautiful thing. You've really, what's the word? You've cut out some time for yourself mm. to make sure that you're taking care of yourself in a really beautiful way. Mm. But now they really want to you to focus on the way that you feel about yourself and your thought process about yourself mm. because it's a very inward game that you need to play now. 
Totally. Oh, this is another thing I talk with my therapist about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then, okay, hold on. You're saying that Jesus is on it too. Your grandfather is definitely there, but he says mm. that you he you know that he's there. Mm. So we're gonna focus on other. Mm. I'm sure mm. he's beautiful, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's great. Um, Archangel Raphael is there too, and so is Uriel. Uriel. Um, U R I E L. Oh, yeah. I don't know them. He's cool. He's cool. like one of my favorite okay. archangels to work with, aside from like Michael. But he's like one of my favorite ones to work with. Cool. Um. Ooh, and Pele. Yes. Oh. I love Pele. Divine passion. Yes. yes. Yeah, and that's just a few of them. Mm. That's, those are probably the ones who are coming forward. You have around, like, 20 that are coming. Wow. Is there an average? Team. Big team. Um, yeah, squad deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, not really. No. We're saying no. It's just okay. depending on the person. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Pele's wow. definitely in there because I always associate her with um, all my female, like, deep friendships. Mm. And Adele Dazeem, our musical improv team specifically. So, oh, so I definitely cool. feel that. Okay. I'm thanking them for coming forward. Thank you for thanking them. <laughs> Rachel, what's your last name? LaForest. Okay. Okay, we will get to who they are. Um, I'm feeling a lot of fire in you right now. Mm. Um, there's a lot of energy in your lower chakra region, so the solar, the sacral particularly, a little bit of the root, but mostly in the solar plexus and then the sacral. Um, <clears throat> and the heart, the heart's a big one too. There's a lot of moving pieces, again, for mm. you. Um, it feels a little, not scattered, but mm. it feels like almost one day it's really good. The next day it's okay. And then trying, you're trying to find yeah. this middle ground. That's a little bit difficult right now because of, yeah. cause it's all just stuck. Like things just feel a little stuck. So afterwards I'll teach you how to do something to move, okay. move it through. Um, but there's just a lot of energy that's like pent up within the lower regions. And so they really want you to try and focus on really getting that moving. So one way you can do that. And if people listening to this have feel like this is something that happens to, to them, um, making sure you do like a shocker clearing meditation every day mm. and I'll imagine to you like every day, um, a light coming from up above me and like through my crown chakra okay. and throughout all of them. And it actually goes out of me and into the earth's core so okay. it's like regrounding me and the energy's always flowing mm. um so doing something like that that's like a quick thing that you can do every whew, every, every day morning um i feel like i have to apologize for my it's energy okay. it's like hurting you <laughs> it's okay it's okay it's like it's intense, it's, isn't it? <laughs> Welcome to my world it's I, I just it's like a lot of vibration like you feel like you just Okay, oh, yeah. so there's a couple things. So you're up-leveling a lot. Like, your frequency mm -hmm. has just um, mm. really changed within the last, like, three months or so. Yeah. And so it's a really good thing, but at sometimes when we feel like there's that switch that's going on, we get very, very overwhelmed. Yes. And inside of us, it's like one day the thing, like, with one day I'm fine, and then the next day I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <clears throat> and then 
trying to exactly figure out that middle ground is what they want for us. But at the same time, it's it's difficult. And so what they really are trying to get you to do is actually find time throughout the day where you feel like yourself almost spiraling because it feels like it starts at a certain level and you're aware. Like you're very aware Uh when it starts of like shit like this is happening. Can I swear on here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're like shit this is happening but then it's almost they're showing me like a tornado where it just starts to evolve. (laughs) And so looking at that it, it would be super helpful if you find that like top and when you can catch it early and like it's almost like different levels. And when you get to level like five, that's when it, it starts to get a little bit deeper and it's like pulling it back almost like pulling yourself back up, which is that extra, it takes a lot of energy. And then it takes like almost like two or three days to get back up there, or even a little longer sometimes. Yeah. And so they want you to like focus on when you feel almost that sense of crap at starting mm. and then do whatever you can to build yourself back up. And okay. going, going, doing like something like going inward, even if it's for like two minutes, mm-hmm. will really, really help. Okay. Yeah, that all There's makes more. sense. Yeah. There's more. How, <laughs> how many levels are there? I don't. This is something new. This I've never heard before. <laughs> uh, yeah, because well, you said level five. Yeah, it's for. I've never heard them say something like that mm. before. Um, I felt like that was. Um, that made sense to me of like a spiral. I think, I think this is what they yeah. were saying was like, when I feel the spiral start, it's going downward. And it felt like, um, five would be like parking five. Like it's getting lower as yeah. the numbers go up. Yeah. That's, that's kind of exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And to just try to catch it okay. earlier. Yeah. I'm glad okay. it made sense to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they really, they want you to start to focus on when it be when it gets to level like you or something like that yeah trying to do something to almost like reground yourself and bring yourself back in because you actually there's just a lot of stuff using your voice this year that they really want you to do and they really want you to start to speak out more about oh my god so, every witch has said this <laughs> this is crazy and so to really um I mean you can also do throat chakra work but to do that and to have that they want to make sure that you stay or like you know how to stay at that vibrational of course like we mm. all have like bad days and I don't want anyone to feel like that's at all when I'm saying like you're entitled to those but also it's really really helpful when you can like bring yourself back yeah I've been feeling scattered exactly like you said distracted at how many things I feel like I need to do and this is what I'm working on in therapy Mm -hmm. um I'm I'm feeling a little bit knocked back into just some hard old patterns from the trauma because Mm -hmm. as I'm learning (sighs) trauma puts you into whatever's most hardwired mm-hmm. because it's it's like taking a knock and you're just going to go back to whatever patterns are the strongest you know mm-hmm. because like you go, you just go back and that that's energy that I've worked on how to be better about through like rounds of therapy and things but it's just I'm falling back into it. Yeah. And I totally understand. I, and cause you, you were assaulted, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I've been assaulted too. So I, mm. I totally understand where you're coming from and it's, it's hard. Like it, mm. and I know that I was thinking about this on the way over where people don't understand sometimes mm. how hard it can be. And I think part of what you're going to do is to try and get people to understand. Mm, that's really interesting. You phrase it that way. Because that's another thing I'm working on therapy (laughs) in therapy is like this need for people to understand is um, sometimes detrimental to my Mm. sanity, I guess. Yeah. Or my well-being. Yeah. Because I know 
when I when I went through everything, I almost got so angry at people. Yeah, because I have a lot of anger. I was like, you, you, like, you don't know what to say to me. And so you're just almost ignoring that it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Denial. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's Trying hard. to make themselves feel better uh, almost. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. And it's, it feels so lonely. But yes. also, like, you're, you're totally not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. You know? I think that's exactly yeah. how yeah. I feel. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, but that, that makes sense to me. And in one day recently, I even wrote as my intention for the, t- for the day to take quiet time, mm-hmm. like quiet time pauses. And I didn't even do that. Yeah. I, I get very like, I just go, I just like keep going. Yeah. And I think I don't stop. Yeah. Cause I, and I know when I, when I went through it and I was trying to heal it, the message that I always was getting was like, you have to go back to the moment and you have to like talk to yourself. Do you mm-hmm. have to almost relive it? Mm-hmm. And I would put that off so much because that was painful. Yeah. Like, of course. Even just thinking about it was painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and I know it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So I completely mm-hmm. understand yeah. where you're coming from. It's not, it's not easy. Yeah. Surprisingly. And, yeah. Easy to heal. Healing takes so much time. Yeah. yeah. And there's different layers and things come up that you think that you worked through already Mm -hmm. and then it just hits you and you're like you almost get angry at yourself but don't just it's you're you're human yeah Mm -hmm. I am definitely in a in a lot of anger yeah still so but I I don't judge that I think it I think I have reasons to be angry yes yeah yeah I don't think I think the anger makes sense oh yeah and I'm not trying to like it's part of suppress it I just I'm aware it's there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's very much there so um Back to my guides, I guess. I'm just going to acknowledge that I understand what they're saying. It's mm-hmm. spot on. I don't. I don't um, check in with them often. I used to. Do you know who yours are? No, but I had a coach who taught me about it, and she also called it a team. She mm-hmm. can call. She was like, "You can call them your angels or your team." I'm not religious, so mm-hmm. um, I I have just said my team, and she was like, "They really love acknowledgement." They do. They yeah. love when you just say like, hi, I, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I want to do that right now. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Do you know who's Dude. on it? Yeah, sure. We actually have a good amount of masculine. And this actually happened this is to me too when I was so healing a lot. Um, okay. <laughs> so they, you have... Um, Jesus very heavily on your team. I don't know how, how religious you are, but oh, how does he feel about being on there? Uh-oh. He's actually a lot cooler than people think. Okay. okay. He's he gets a bad there. rap. Yeah. yeah, he gets a bad rap. He's cool. Um, but he's on, he's on there. He actually really steps in heavily when, when people go through assault really? um, because he's such a sacred masculine presence and he's so good with healing work. Mm. And so he steps in okay. pretty heavily. Um, and then... Archangel Michael's on your team pretty heavily too. And and what does he symbolize again? He's for protection. It's a big one. Yeah, he's for protection. Okay. Um, and he really he wants. Okay. Um, he's specifically coming forward because sometimes when we get that feeling of like you're supposed to protect me, where were you? Mm. I had that. I almost like I was very angry. Um, he. He's trying to come forward and saying, like, I ha- it's hard. It's hard wording this, but it's almost like he had to let it happen mm. um, because you have a lot of stuff that you need to do. And it's driving so mm. much of your soul to 
is, is so painful not mm-hmm. not taking that away at all. Um, I know what that means. Yeah. You're also just so powerful, mm-hmm. and you can utilize the um, immense amount of like I'm vibrating, so <laughs> you're very very powerful. Mm. Um, you can use that immense amount of power that you have to really change the world and help a lot of people. Thank mm. you. So he's on your team, and it's not going to happen again. Yeah. yeah 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 i feel that thank you yeah um yeah another intuitive person told me that really similarly Mm -hmm. i am trying to release needing to know how that's going to happen because i do feel that and i do want to reach a lot of people and help a lot of people um you already are by the way just talking about Mm it as huge for people that's true. because that's think true. about like it was a huge source of shame mm-hmm. for so many people to go through it mm-hmm. and so it was so quieted for so long mm-hmm. and now just to hear that you're not alone and that someone yeah. else experienced something like that too mm-hmm. is is that's extremely healing for mm-hmm. people yeah thanks for that reminder mm-hmm. yeah I know you're right I feel I, I I think I feel um that like core of energy or potential that you're talking about like in me and it is very powerful and um I just I guess I'm I'm always eager <laughs> to, for things to happen like Great. I want to <laughs> be patient <laughs> it's my Aries moon um but yeah. when you when you work through that and, and you're going through that process, the beautiful thing about what you guys have created is that mm-hmm. you can kind of say what you're doing in real time when it comes to healing. That's mm-hmm. true. Which not a lot of people have been able to do because they usually come forward after it happened. Mm-hmm. Totally. And after they do the healing. Yeah. And then people ask, like, how did you work through this? And then you almost get this feeling of like, I, I don't know. It, it just, just happened. happened. Yeah. And you have or, no choice. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people don't don't even get the time or space to heal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very lucky that I've been able to start the healing from the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. versus repressing it and then it getting worse <laughs> yeah. and denying it and then yeah. being a shell of a person, you know, yeah. that can happen. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm lucky that that didn't need to happen or, mm-hmm. you know, that I, yeah. So the day that it happened, I, I said, this guy was fucking with the wrong witch. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's still my phone screensaver right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He did. Yeah. He did. You're going to, you have the power to completely change Mm. so much. And you will. Thank you. Thank you. Is that the guy that, that? Yeah, you? that's what I think. Oh, okay. I take credit for some things that I say. It's not always. Yeah. Although yeah. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> how many? I don't even know. How many are there? God, goddesses and. Um, I mean, I'm only aware of like a select, few, like uh, in comparison to actually how many there are. Yeah. There's so many. Mm. Um, but I, what kind of what happens and what I've been shown is, there is a reason why so many different religions and philosophies have like a certain like abundance goddess and usually it's like that same general energy comes forward and like almost like materializes to fit Mm. like almost that certain ideology or something like that and so Mm. oftentimes it's all just energy Mm. and it depends on really who you connect with the most because it's very it's very personalized and very unique to the person um but that's typically like how they how they originate from so like Lakshmi is a really beautiful goddess of abundance um but then other cultures and philosophies have 
abundance goddesses too. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's how she decided to work through, or that energy decided to work through in the feminine way through Mm. that ideology and that way of thinking. Beautiful. Do you need to close with her? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. I don't want (laughs) to. Wait, before they go. <laughs> They're always here. It's so funny. <laughs> Wait. It's like a rom-com. I have one more question. <laughs> Don't, Don't get on the plane. <laughs> um, I just want to ask if there's anything, um, anything they want to tell me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they'll know what I mean. Um about what about like getting through my days or what to do mm. or not do I feel like they'll know what what to say um like. they're saying like <laughs> um this is probably a very big message for a lot of people um, but try not to like they want you to wake up and almost like do something that immediately brings you inward and that Ooh. helps you to have that light enter so when this is another thing I do when I wake up in the morning I'll do like a golden light meditation so imagine like a golden light entering my body so it's Mm. there and it it keeps me pretty vibrant I can tell the difference between when I do and I don't do it um so that's something that you can do yeah but they don't they don't want you to do is to roll over in bed and like look at your phone that's what Uh I do um Uh which is something I do too and so it's a message for a lot of people but they're saying actually what happens is our our bodies are trying to almost like get used to being here physically again. And so when we immediately distract our brains with something that's not gentle or that has a screen in front of us, it actually kind of can mess us up a little bit, mm. which is something I'm learning right now. Mm, so, yeah. um, but it's something that they really want us to focus a little more on because there's so much technology that's happening mm. around us now that they're even suggesting that like people don't even really sleep with like phones in their rooms because our phones are so much more mm. advanced or like computers or things like that. Um, but they really want you to like wake up and kind of just go right into something that brings you inward because it'll make you feel <coughs> a little bit that makes calmer throughout the day. That total sense. Yeah. sense because even, I don't know if you ever heard Leah today, mm-hmm. I was talking to her partner and um, I was saying how from the moment I wake up, I hear in my head all the things I should do. Mm-hmm. And then it's mm-hmm. like, no matter how much I do, it's not good enough, which is what I referenced earlier with the trauma setting me into like perfectionist tendencies, which is mm-hmm. like overworking tendencies. Mm-hmm. So I, that's exactly what I need to hear. And the fact that they said it in the morning, first thing when you wake up, like, yeah. that was spot on. Good. I definitely, <laughs> Thank you. I definitely need to hear that, too. Good. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of listeners, too. I need too. to hear that, yeah. too. <laughs> I'm definitely. Okay, awesome. It's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. Especially because, you that. know, I'm a Gemini. I love information. I love being on top of things. Yeah. And so I love checking Twitter the first thing in the morning to see what's mm-hmm. trending, see what people are talking about. Mm-hmm. But then I do know that that can, like, sh- shit rock my day <laughs> because then I'll first thing in the morning find out that like someone died or there's like a big shooting or a tragedy yeah. and it's just like fuck I kind of wish I just enjoyed my morning first and yeah. had a cup of coffee mm-hmm. before reading all that and, and too they're saying generally for a lot of people a lot of people are becoming more sensitive and they're becoming more intuitive and so if you wake up and you all of a sudden feel a little bit off a lot of people are starting to feel collective energy a lot more 
Um, so also trying to it, doing a meditation in the morning helps you to decipher like what's mine versus what's the collective's. Mm-hmm. Totally. And so it'll that will really help too because when you take on sometimes it's not yours that you're feeling and so, sometimes mm-hmm. it is, but really working on kind of deciphering between the two is will also probably like, especially help with a lot. with all us empaths. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is you yeah. know yeah. exactly yeah, yeah you feel so much. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I asked. Yeah. And thanks who, for the answer. Who is on your team? Um, so right now, <laughs> it changes a lot. Um, Archangel Michael's pretty heavily. I'm, he's kind of always been there for me. Um, this one god named Lou. He's been there a lot. <laughs> Lou. 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 <laughs> um, Apollo stepped in recently for me, too. Um, and then McKeezel Deck is always someone who's on my team. Um, and then I have Lakshmi. She's very mm. heavily with me a lot. Aphrodite. I love her. Um, Do we all have different voices? So to me, I kind of hear my own voice, but mm-hmm. sometimes it changes. It, it's really interesting. It depends almost like on the day um, or how deep the meditation is cool. for me. Um, Do you... Um, there's a lot of them. How, <laughs> how, as you move through your day, like on a normal day, do you use your guides or how often do you connect with them? Um, so if it's a typical day where I'm not doing readings, yeah. um, it's pretty... I wake up and I immediately kind of go into a meditation or I try to, unless I get distracted on my phone. Um, (laughs) But typically I try to do something that's pretty spiritual and carve that time out. So that time is usually reserved for if they have messages for me, that's awesome. But I typically kind of have more of like chanting for almost like world stuff around that time and making sure I'm grounded for the day. And then throughout the day, it's kind of just like I open up every once in a while if I'm feeling a little like I'm slipping, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'm getting too in my human or if I'm worrying about things, then I'll take some time and just like focus and, and reconnect and That's ask kind of what's going on. Funny, I've never heard in my human. I was going to comment on that too. <laughs> Sorry. It's so funny. It's like you're actually an alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so I'll, um, you're so in your human right now. <laughs> I'm very in my human right now. Um, <laughs> uh, God, my parents already hit this. Really cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but so if I feel that, then I'll typically tune in with them and, and ask if there's something I need to look at, if there's like a healing thing I need to, to really tackle, or mm. if I maybe picked up on something from someone else um so I'll usually like tap in with them when I'm driving I'm kind of like a sitting duck so they tend to like communicate with me whether Uh I like it or not when I'm driving um and then at night that's kind of my like deeper meditation time Mm. and so I really set the stage to to allow them to come forward with whatever they need me to do because I learn a lot when I meditate so how much of your practice is world you you referenced like for the world, mm-hmm. the, the messages you're getting? Is it? So it's, it's typically throughout the day sometimes because I do a lot of collective energy updates and I like to kind of keep people updated if they 
because the biggest thing I'm like, I don't want people to feel like they're alone. Cause I often, mm. what I was seeing a theme where often clients were coming to me and it was a lot of the same stuff that was coming up. Interesting. And so I was just like, and they feel alone and I'm like, you're, you're not. And so I tried to really tune into kind of collectively what is going on so I can kind of update people on mm. if they're feeling a certain way that it's okay. Mm. And you just, you can go inward and you can feel it and do whatever you have to do. Um, so that's typically throughout the day. Do you think that there's a collective wave of energy of what happens to us? Like, or is that just a coincidence that all of the people coming to you have like the similar scenario I think it's a little bit of both I think that I definitely healed certain parts of myself and so naturally people are going to come to me who have Mm. had certain things happen to them because Mm. I know what to tell them almost Mm -hmm. because I've been through it that makes sense Um, and then I think collectively a lot of things happen too because we're all we're all one so that's would you be able to give like our listeners, whenever this comes out in a couple of weeks, say like, I don't know if you can intuit this or ask the guides, but any collective energy they might need to hear about. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can. Okay. Awesome. awesome. Is it coming out the second week of February? Do you think? Uh, around. Something around that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So a lot is, this is fun. It's actually kind of cool. So a lot of people around this time might be feeling like it's kind of groups of two. Some people might be feeling like a lot is falling into place and they're really excited, but they're scared a little bit. Work through the fear. That's a big thing. Another half might feel like they're confused and they don't quite know what the next step is even though they've been getting messages about what the next step is. And then they really want those people to really pay attention to their intuition a little bit more. Mm. Um, There also might be this (laughs) wave of excitement and uncertainty for everybody, but it's a good thing. Mm. I hope that's right when it comes out. Amazing. I feel intuitively that everyone listening, that that means something to them. Yeah. Yeah, It's interesting that when you're on both sides of the spectrum, the message is lean into the fear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. yeah, And trust and easier said than done for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It is easier Mm -hmm. said than done. But Mm -hmm. when you get through it and you work through it and you almost like look it in the eye and you say... Okay, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. Like, it be, you can make it fun. How do yeah. you personally do that? So... What are actionable <laughs> ways you can do this? So, I mean, I'm kind of... <laughs> one healer that I worked with when I was younger described me as just like, a, like, you just put your head down and you do it. And that's kind <laughs> of like what I tell people, even though mm. it's really hard. In the middle of it, you get this sense of almost like I'm a badass kind of mm. feeling. And that feeling is like almost something, not that I chase, but that I'm... I like mm-hmm. want to have. It's a rush. Yeah, yeah. it is a rush. Saying. And so the beginning is scary, but then you get to the middle and even though it might still be like, you don't quite know how things are working out. Mm-hmm. You, you're so proud of yourself because you did it and that's enough to push you through to the end. Mm-hmm. Does that make nice. sense? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So for listeners, for which is listening that maybe want to meet their guides or want to get more in touch with their own, where how do you recommend they start? So <laughs> people sometimes hate me when I say this. <laughs> um, I always suggest meditation mm-hmm. um, because what a lot of people are so intuitive and they don't even really realize it. And they're always getting 
intuitive hits and intuitive downloads, but because they, they feel so not even just not in their bodies, but so out of it almost that they think it's like their imagination or they think that it's like their ego coming through and they don't know quite how to decipher. And what meditation does is it quiets you down and it brings you down to the certain level of calmness throughout your day. Not even just in that moment. Like you probably will get messages when you're meditating, mm-hmm. but throughout the day, if you do it regularly, you just get into this state of like feeling pretty tranquil and pretty calm so that you can easily decipher what's my ego versus what's my intuition or my guides mm. talking or the mm-hmm. goddess is talking. Um, so that's like the easiest way. And people are like, but I don't know how to meditate. Yeah. And like guided meditations are always a really great way to start. Mm-hmm. Um, even just like five minutes a day, just something to, yeah. to really set that space because they, especially the goddesses, they like loved to be kind of open and invited and, mm. and nurtured and l- allow you to, allow them to nurture you mm. as well. Um, and so opening up that space for them, they like to be invited and they like yeah. to be acknowledged, like you said, mm-hmm. um, and giving them that love and receiving their love. You have to receive it too. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. What is your sign? Um, your so signs? technically I'm a cancer and my sun sign. And then I have like four or five planets in Gemini. Oh, wait, is your birthday June 20th? No, my birthday is July 7th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I'm a Gemini <laughs> cancer cusp, which okay. it sounded like yeah. you would have been. But okay, we're still close. Yeah, we're close. I am a cancer sun and then a Gemini moon and a Gemini rising. Mm. And then like two or three other things in Gemini. So I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> It's a girl. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have a podcast too? I do. Yeah. yeah so do. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is your podcast? Tell us about that. It's called the Shine Bright Podcast. It's really interesting because I actually re- had to reevaluate some things around it. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes back to that. I like to talk. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do a lot more kind of intuitive stuff on it now. So it was before cool. it was a lot of kind of like opening and conversations with mm-hmm. variety, but I want to want to start serving people in the more intuitive cool my guides are asking me to ask you what is your mission in life what would you say uh this is so funny (laughs) (laughs) I would say my mission in life above all is to just help people to realize anything's really possible Mm. and to bring themselves back into love and however they choose to do that, whether it's through spirituality, whether it's through whatever avenue they really feel drawn to, like I'm not here to tell people what to do or mm-hmm. what to believe in, that's, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Because when you get to that place where you just know yourself so deeply and you love yourself so deeply, you just become unshakable. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I really want to teach people what exactly is possible within that realm. And that love is the answer to everything. I sound like such a hippie, but Gord, so I mean, yeah, we all are. <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> How did you personally learn to be unshakable? So, what tried to shake you? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Um, so it, it's really interesting because I call the years between like 16 and like 22, 23, almost like the dark years. Oh, for me. me too. I was just talking um, about that yesterday. Yeah. 18 to 22 and for me. It's so ironic because I was thinking about this the other day. I was like the day that I like became a Reiki master was like the day that I got into a super toxic relationship. Oh, and wow. so it was like this really weird, like duality almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt like almost they like were like, okay, choose. And 
I didn't choose right at the time. Mm. And I stayed in that for a duration, like five years. And then through that, I developed like an eating disorder and I had like really bad depression and anxiety. Mm. Um, I got like put on academic probation with my university because it was, I was like, was not functioning well. Mm. And then I got out of that and I did turn it around, but I definitely like leaned more towards alcohol (laughs) to really like help mm-hmm. me through that. I went to a really big party school. And so it wasn't, I mean, you know, where'd you go? Yeah, I know. <laughs> UConn, I went to university. Oh yes. Okay. Um, sorry if there's like someone listening to that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the best spokesperson for it. Um, I had a really fun night at UConn one time. Yeah. I, I threw up in a Jasmine costume. Yeah. That sounds oh about God. right. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you go to nickel? That's kind of, oh, that's yeah. about right. It was a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. So that was my college experience. <laughs> yeah. And then I graduated from college and I moved um to essentially like this island and I was there for a little while and I was moved away from friends and family for a job wait what do you mean essentially an island so it Where was, was it? it was off of Rhode Island but it okay, was like okay. not Rhode Island it was Newport which mm. is an island off of <clears throat> it okay um and so I like complete isolation essentially yeah. and then when that happened um I mean when I did that, I was there for about a month and then I ended up getting assaulted mm. one night randomly. So sorry. And I just like, I spiraled for a little while. And then that moment where I was just, I think everyone has these moments where I was just lying on my bed and I was crying and I was so, so upset. And finally I was like, I don't remember the last time I was happy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't remember feeling joy. And it had been, like, years. Like, I had, like, moments of it, but consistently, like, having that as a baseline, I I didn't remember the last time. Mm-hmm. As and in before the assault, even? In general. Okay. Gotcha. I, I, it gotcha. was definitely, like, a long... I tried to remember, and really the only time I felt, like, at peace was when I was learning about spirituality mm-hmm. and, like, stuff in this realm. Mm-hmm. And I never turned my back on it. I always really loved it, and was always something I was always in tune with it. I would still meditate, but definitely not like I do now. Mm. Um, and I was lying in my bed. I was like, I'm so sick of feeling this way. Like, I think I, I got caught up in, in people who were telling me I was a victim and I believed it. And mm. so I acted like it. And I, and it's not that you're not, if you have that situation happen, it was just, I never, I always considered myself such a strong person that having that moment was interesting Mm. and so I was like okay and and I was like God I'm done tell me what you need me to do and he literally just said you have the tools use them Mm. and I was like you're right I do like I'm I'm so lucky I was learning this stuff forever and it took probably about a year and a half to two years Mm. to really get myself into a place where I felt like I was strong enough to be mm. there for other people mm. mm-hmm. and to support them because you have to heal yourself before yeah, yeah. you can really heal others <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. So oh gorgeous definitely a, a journey yeah, yeah it is it yeah. really is yeah I want to know about this um, stone that I'm holding. <laughs> I've been I've been really feeling it, literally and enjoyment-wise, um, <laughs> this whole episode. It's a purple. Um, we don't know the name of it, but Haley gave it to me right before we started recording, mm-hmm. and you told me that a woman who goes around giving hugs gave it to you. <laughs> who is this woman? So. <laughs> so 
for those, I, I'm, I think a couple people are going to, but Amma, she goes around. She's from India. She's a very holy woman. Um, cool. And she Amma. goes around and she gives hugs to people. She didn't give it to me, but oh, she did oh, sorry. have. <laughs> that would be awesome. But but she did have, like, she does have booths and stuff where people go shopping and they set up things for people to buy. Okay. And uh, there was a crystal table and I went by it and I felt drawn to, like, this. But even then I was like, I don't know why. Mm. And... <laughs> I, like, picked it up, and I felt like I had to buy it, but I didn't feel like it was for me. Like, it doesn't really like me that much. Interesting. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, me too. Um, but I bought it, but I felt like I had to buy it, and this was back in October. Wow, And I that's didn't know crazy. why, but they were like, you have to. And I was like, okay. And... And then they were, it became clear like over time because I kept looking at it and mm. it didn't know, like I didn't know what to do with it. I wasn't using it for anything, just sat on my altar. Mm. Um, and they were like, we're going to tell you who to give it to, but it's not time yet. And then this past week they were like, it's for Rachel. Mm. So we have to give it to her. And I was like, okay. And that's so beautiful and it's that it's very happy to leave my altar. It's happy to come out of here. here. <laughs> um, well, it's beautiful that also it was from. It came to you in October, which is when my attack happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So mm. that seems like it, that's really cool because that's it feels really cool. like it was it really for me you. the whole time. It was yeah. October 14th. They had Okay. Me. Get it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that's why just after. Well. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a week and a half after. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I Beautiful. Love this. Do you Thank use you. crystals a lot? I do sometimes, um, especially like I have a Lemurian one that I love Mm. and I use it to kind of like activate my third eye. But other than that, I use it for like manifesting stuff and to just have, Mm -hmm. um, when I was healing a lot, I used them a lot more. I would like Mm. put like a rose quartz that I have on my heart. Is this when you're meditating, you do this? Um, I did it before I went to sleep and it did help a lot. And when I was healing a lot of the assault stuff that was going on, Mm. um, to like, kind of like love myself again I was pretty numb and allowed that like to come in Mm -hmm. and so I used it then but I love them do you have any um feelings about dreams or have the guides told you anything about what dreams mean for us or um so dreams are interesting I ask them all the time sometimes they are messages they definitely are I had like I've definitely had like intense ones where I've woken up and they're like, yeah, talk to us about it. Like we have like messages about it. And then other times it is just like your brain's firing off like neurons and trying to figure out what was happening that day. Um, when you have one that it, it feels really real. It typically means that you're probably like astral traveling. Mm. Um, Ooh. And <laughs> do you astral travel? Rachel just Where perked up. Yeah, I was like, ah. Yes, what I do. Is your <laughs> Where have you gone? Yes, yeah. I do. Um, <laughs> Whoa. I've never talked about this before. Oh my Talk God. Tell. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I've been doing a lot more lately because I'm trying to learn more. How mm-hmm. does one do this? Um, so a protect yourself a lot, but b like everyone's astral traveling when you're sleeping, um, your soul like does kind of leave your body when it, when you almost like jolt, it like enters and then you jolt awake almost. Um, sorry, they're telling me stuff. Um, but kind of what they're saying, like what goes on is you go to sleep and there's someone who's like guiding you through it, or you can ask them to be present when they're guiding you through it. And they're almost like holding your hand and you're like journeying to some sort of situation where you're healing or you're trying to work through something. Sometimes someone can come to you in dreams too. 
um, they're saying that happens a lot more than people think. Mm. Um, and even though they might not have had it that same night, they might have it at some point. Cool. Because it doesn't really, time is interesting. Mm. They're saying, like, it, it, it's not what you think. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's how you tell me when you're sleeping, but it is sometimes just your, your brain and your neurons just, okay. like, working through stuff. But there's typically, like, you can kind of tell a difference, like, when you wake up and you're like, that was so real. Or, like, I mm. felt like they were in the room or I felt like I was there. That's usually, like, a natural travel dream oh. versus, like, if a, like, I used to have this recurring dream when I was little that, like, this giant pumpkin head was chasing me. <laughs> That's more of, like, my fear when I was in <laughs> Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a child's <laughs> imagination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's not really astral travel, but when it's very, like, a real situation. But when I'm, like, doing it on purpose, I usually, it's usually pretty deep meditation. Okay, mm. so it's not when you're sleeping for you. You're doing it. It's it's both, but I I'm trying to do it more consciously. Like throughout the day, I mean, you do it in the daytime ever? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. It not I try to stay in my body as much as possible. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, yeah. that does. Yeah. Wow. I want to try it. It's cool. <laughs> do it. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> what are you thinking about? I'm just thinking because like I have felt the difference between dreams that feel really real and mm-hmm. ones that feel more faded dreamy yeah dreamy um I just never thought of it in that way and I was kind of looking back and thinking trying to remember some and like was I astral traveling now, mm-hmm. I, now I'm just gonna pay attention more yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going I to. guess yeah because I want to yeah. yeah and there's typically like guides communicate with you through dreams and especially when you just start your intuition out you tend to they tend to start with dreams because it's easier for mm-hmm. us to we like can't mm-hmm. really do anything we're not we're very trusting and mm. so they tend to come with us when we start, when you start opening up that gateway and that pathway and that communication line, pay attention to your dreams then because they will probably try to communicate with you at that point. Cool. Yeah. My Love sister, that. Becca, had a um, prophetic dream. She and I both have those, like mm-hmm. clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just want to share it because I, I think she'd be cool with that. Um, she had this dream that she was um, jumping rope. We know it was a telephone cord. It was a telephone cord, but it was like wrapped around someone's neck. And then they were also like saying how you could jump rope with it or they were jumping rope with it, a very long cord. And then the next morning, her her friend filled her in that that night while Becca was sleeping, she had her C-section, like she had an emergency C-section because the cord was wrapped around <gasps> the baby's neck. And they said something about how... It was so long you could have jumped rope with it or something like that. Yeah. So it was like this. I butchered it a little, but she was spot on with like the details, the phrasing, the actual thing. How crazy is that? That is so cool. Do you have any? So, (laughs) (laughs) yes, definitely. And actually when with mothers and expecting children. So the soul is around the mother pretty much at the time of even before, like when the soul chooses the parents, it like chooses the parents. Mm. And so sorry, I've seen, like I've done readings on people who aren't pregnant yet, but their child is very much around them. And so the child was probably also communicating with her to just let her know that this was probably going to happen Um, because they tend to give them, not that the dads like (laughs) don't get that, but they tend to give the mothers like a lot more intuition. Yeah. A lot more information about things. That is so cool. Yes, Becca. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, Rich. So um, cool. Well, my guides are telling me that it's time to do a reading for you Aww. with the goddesses of our <laughs> goddess guidance oracle deck. Yes. Rach, are you yeah. feeling it? Yeah. Okay. So are you inching towards it? Um, so Yay. what's on your mind? Yeah, Anything you you'd like to ask about? I don't think so. <laughs> Just open. Just okay. open is great. Okay. Cool. Okay. Let's get your energy on there. Okay. How do you guys do it? Any, any way <laughs> of feeling them? Yeah. Yeah. And then let's do, um, face the goddesses to your heart and let's all do a deep inhale together. cards for you. Um, I saw a carrot, like really up close perspective. Um, maybe for you that I, I, I think maybe symbolizes like an opportunity that's right in front of your face. Mm. Does that? No, but if that opportunity wants to okay. like, Cause be, like <laughs> that carrot wants to be bigger, that'd I'm, be great. <laughs> I'm thinking the carrot might mean, you know, something you're chasing. And, okay. But I saw it as if it was, like, right up in my face. So okay. I think there's something. You're getting close to something. Either you're really close or it's, um, like, here and you just need to open your eyes to it in some way. Okay. Okay. Mm. Just giving you that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see what this is calling to me for your card. Vesta. Mm. Home. Your household situation is improving, either through a move or a healthy change in the occupants. Did you recently move or something? No, and I live with my like childhood best friend. Mm. We have mm. a blast, so that's interesting. Okay. What do you feel seeing this? Um, so they're actually having me do something for you. Oh, uh, so uh, <laughs> plot twist. this is a this is a fun like <laughs> when you're growing your intuition using goddess cards or mm. oracle cards in general is yeah. a really fun way to start building it. So grab the card. Okay. <laughs> Hold it to your heart Ooh. and just kind of like let say that you're open to whatever messages come through and then whatever you hear, see, feel, just start talking. Okay, so <laughs> I'm open. Mm. The first thing I saw was a light. So maybe that means something about changing the lighting in your space if you've been thinking about it. Um, in relation to this card, now I saw a bench. Um, I mean, I'm seeing like a bench at the foot of a bed and the bench is green and blue with, and wood and there's a cat, a is, white cat. Is this true? Is any of this resonating? <laughs> I don't, the What's bench happening? is not true, but, okay. um, I do have a, a spirit animal that's pretty, it, she sits at the foot of my bed. Oh, okay. So, so probably, she comes through all the time. Oh. A spirit animal? She's very strong. Yeah. So, so fun. Not a real cat. No, it's not, not a, a okay. real cat. Okay. <laughs> I just want to clarify. Cats do like follow me, Do you me, have which is a weird, name for her? Her name's Asira. She's a, she's like a lion. Okay. She's pretty big, but she's oh. pretty. <laughs> this was more like a white like cat, a white but cat. I mean... Now I'm getting about meeting you, like, in... Are you and I trying to be virtual together right now in some sort of astral 
What? Are you doing that right now? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does I that think mean? what it is is I'm I am being very open to a relationship right now, so I think it might have something. Oh, to do some, with oh, that's crazy because right before you said that, <laughs> there we go. It was a guy. It was a guy in like a black suit. So somebody mm. dressing up. Maybe you you're looking for what? Who gasped? Me. Oh, <laughs> well, because it was, it's like a bow tie, like a nice suit. So maybe you're looking for an upgrade in, you're like looking for someone who cares about how they appear and you're not ashamed about that. You you're, want someone you looking who cares. for a fancy man? Fan, I, I guess. <laughs> fancy I man in a tux. that, but he can have a tux on. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. If you're listening to this, you can have a tux on. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I get anything else for you. Mm, a banana in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, I hate bananas. And, and you were, no, seriously, you, it's a rotting banana and you were annoyed with your roommate about it. Oh. Is that true? Is that something? It is something in the kitchen. It might be. Something in the kitchen. I'll have to like, go home. We're very open <laughs> with each other. Okay. So I'll be like, um, I had a reading. <laughs> yeah. She said there was a rotten banana. I'm annoyed with your rotten <laughs> banana. You know how I feel about bananas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Best. <laughs> that was pretty cool. So cool. Is that how do you read cards for yourself? We'll just leave Yeah, it at that. I actually had her come through a couple of days ago. Mm. So that's this is at <laughs> this is at cards. So that's really funny. Okay. She Amazing. came forward and I was like, that's kind of funny. Cool. <laughs> Damn. That. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, Besta. Thank you. Um now Haley, where can people find you? Plug it in, baby. So you can find me on Instagram at I am Haley Cole. That's where I mostly hang out. And uh, you can I spell Haley H-A-L-E-Y. I know some people spell it differently. Mm -hmm. So, and then I have a website if you wanted to find out more with working with me. I have a certification program I'm coming out with. Um, and we're starting like late February, early March. So if you want to learn more about like opening your intuition up, feel free to check me out there. And then I have readings and that's where you can book that if you want. Yes. Very yeah. cool. Check her out. Yeah. And then let's do our basic blessing. Something we're <laughs> grateful for today. I'm grateful for pretty things, just sparkle and things that are nice to look at. I'm grateful for Brene Brown mm. and all the people who told me to check her out. Thank you. She's <laughs> very, she's got really powerful messages about vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I am very grateful for... The ability to go to the beach whenever I want, because I've mm. been doing that. It's become almost like a non-negotiable for me, and it's huge. It's Venice huge Witch. I love that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's me, a little yeah. Venice Witch. <laughs> Lana. Yes. Thank you so much, Haley. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Thank yeah. you. I love getting to talk to you guys. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep,
Basic witches. <laughs> <laughs>